Well, there it is, folks. I mean, Sarah, she did it well back in the day and uh, brought tears to our eyes and some announcements going out there today. Kevin Longquist and uh, returning to the Matt Mosley show. Kevin, I, you know, I, I think about all those, uh, all those players you've seen, they decommit oh, yeah. or they commit. And then I like that you put, in fact, I've been thinking about, I didn't know which one to do it to the, which one of your accounts. I think I'll do it to Sikkim Sports. I've been yeah, thinking about that one. I'm going to do it to that one. I was going to retweet it and say a couple things about you. Of course, nice things. But um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been great to us. Of course, we've paid you heavily, so I think it's a very fair. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm still waiting for that check in the mail, but don't worry about that. So Yeah. Well, Kevin, this is, uh, this is a tough day. I mean, we're still going to stay in touch with you, and we reserve oh, the yeah. right to get your opinion on different things. But – I mean, you wrote a goodbye note to the Baylor community, the rivals. Yeah, um, yeah and I mean, I, I somehow you got you you managed to mention the transfiguration. By the way, I still don't even know how to. I still don't even know how to do this thing you did, like take a picture of a note or something. What did you do? Write this out on like an iPad, <laughs> and then you took a picture of it or something. Okay, so here's what happened with that. So for those who don't know, I uh, informed everyone uh, within the Baylor community that I'm ending my run as publisher of the Baylor rival site, Sick and Sports, effective today. Um, I had actually given rivals notice back in January that I was done. I had been covering Baylor since 2013, or excuse me, 2010, the last uh, 10 as the publisher of the site. And uh, now to answer your question about the uh, – the photo. Okay, so on the uh, iPad, the uh, the uh, the app where you can have like the notes or whatever. So I wrote the note that way. Yeah. Okay, and then I yeah. screened it up and then all that good stuff. And I was able to you know condense the uh, copy to a singular font or whatever. Nice. Missing one step, and thank God for kids who can help you because my Crimson Tide Kylie, who had just graduated, helped me with this one step so that it could absolutely so it could transform so that it could be legible for yeah. everything and I could make the tweet. So once. I got that one. I had it all cleared except for this one step, and I said, help me, Kylie, with this one thing. Yeah, she did. Good for you. And so that was all good to go. And then, you know, I, I couldn't say anything, of course, Matt, and because of contractual obligations until about noon today on Friday that I was stepping down. But, of course, obviously, as I just mentioned, uh, this had been ongoing for the last six months. And, I, you know, and, and I felt like back at the time when I did this, there were two things that were going on here. Really, it was, it was toward the end of the 2022 football season where I could feel the energy and just the day-to-day grind of the site wear on me. And I'm just, and I'm at an age now, Matt, you know, you and I are roughly the same age. I think you're a couple years, my junior on this, but I, yeah, I could just feel few. like yeah. the, you know, don't start that or I'm going to hang up now. And so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, I had just reached a point where I was just kind of like, I think it's time, you know, yeah. it really is. And, and as far as the recruiting is concerned, Matt, you know, when you and I were back at the Arlington Morning News days, when I was doing the Rangers, what was I doing in the offseason? I was covering recruiting at that time. And, of course, it was a different animal back then because at the time recruiting was that kids were committing when they were taking official visits in January, okay? Yeah. So it was a little bit more of a cut-and-dry situation. Now as things have evolved and timelines have changed and that sort of thing, it's a 365-day event. 
But the bottom line, Matt, is that this has been going on for 27 years between my early days with the Star-Telegram and, of course, moving over to the Arlington Morning News and the Dallas Morning News. And then when I came over to work with Todd Wills in 2010 and then took over the site for Todd in 2013. When you're a single-man shop, like I was for the most part, and Stephen Cook, my photographer, a brilliant photographer, uh, you know, without him on the technical side with that and the podcast. I like that guy. Yeah, Stephen's a great, great guy. I mean, I couldn't have had a better partner with this on that side of things and that sort of thing. And I, I want to let Stephen know, you know, Stephen is, is he's like, he's like a, he's like an older, older brother to me, if you will. But my point is, is that I, uh, I wanted to, uh, I just felt like I don't need to be doing this anymore. My girls have just graduated from college. You know, my oldest Kathleen graduated from Arkansas with her master's and is in teaching. She just got started last year. My youngest, Kylie, as I mentioned, graduated from Alabama in May, and she just got out, and she's got a teaching job set up to go here in DFW. And I wanted to do that, and I just felt – and more importantly, my wife, Bryn. She and I are going on 28 years in August. Yeah. And, her, and, her, and as you know, Matt, when I was covering the Rangers at night uh, throughout the course of a baseball season – a lot of times that she she was by herself and i just felt like this was the right time i mean when kylie graduated in may you know i i renewed for three years back in 2020 and i thought when kylie is on course to graduate in 2023 i thought this was the right i said this is probably going to be my last contract and i thought this was the right time to do this and so and here's the good news here's the good news there is a successor named for me he should be introduced uh, on Saturday morning to the Baylor community for the rivals the network. And I'm really thankful for that, that there is going to be Good. a new successor. That, a new I, I thought you would, I thought you would hand it to me. I thought you would say Mosley and you never even broached the idea. I mean, I only written for 25 years. Mosley, would you be interested in, and I would have said no, but I, I you know, I, you never even approached me about it. So well, I just wanted to voice that. I'm very upset. I'm very upset about it, and I thought it was appropriate to voice that during a live radio interview. <laughs> right. And, and here's some here's some other news. Uh, that wasn't my decision to make. That was rival. Oh, whatever. To make. No, that's good. Uh, who can you tell us who it is? Do we like this I don't person? Know who it is, is it? I, I do. I do not know who it is. Actually, I mean because. You know, when it comes to something like this, it's a very sensitive thing, and you've got to keep your nose out of it. And so, is his name ever... Curtis Quillen? No, it isn't. Okay. And I know it's not Vice Cherry, and I know it's not John Werner because John John's going to be on a motorhome up there. In yeah. The big North. We like, hey, John. John's going to take over rival. Like, John's not finished. He may do some travel writing and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, but. It, uh, it, it, and, and, you know, for me, I mean, I'm still going to be doing a little uh, football on the radio, that sort of thing. And so it's Good. Like I complete, I'm completely disappearing off the face of the earth, you know, that sort of thing. Well, to me, like, this is I, – I mean, you're saying a lot. I mean, remember, I'm, I'm the host of the show, so let me talk occasionally. Oh, I, am, okay. I am – Okay. I am – Talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> this is, to me, this decommitment hurts worse than Novosad's decommitment. That your your uh. decommitment from rivals. <laughs> no, buddy, buddy, this has been a fun run, and again, we will call you still. But we really, what's funny is when you told me, you know, privately that you were kind of thinking about that. I kind of was respectful and said, "Well, I think he's kind of done," and so I stopped mm-hmm. calling. And it turns out, 
I could have just kept using you that whole time. I just kind of, <laughs> I, I thought I was being nice. I'm like, well, I'm not going to bother him anymore if he's ready to stop doing this. And then it turns out you were still doing it and publishing the yeah. thing. Let me ask you this. Does this Baylor, since we barely have you anymore here, does this 2024 class, is it gaining a little bit of steam? I, I You knew Joey's getting all sorts of attention, especially with that Micah Hudson deal. Uh, right. Bears are adding people from all over. I mean, linebackers right. from here and there and somebody from up in Utah. I don't know where all these Utah connections are, right. but we like people up there, Utah, Arizona. Um, are the Bears starting to make a bit of a move here in the, on the recruiting well, front from what you can tell? Okay, so since I still have access to rivals, uh, they're up to 11 commitments, and their team class ranking is 50. And, of course, the addition of Bo Tate, uh, on Thursday, uh, oh, by the way, I got to tell everybody that when Botte committed, I, I figured it out, man. I covered 286 uh, commitments to Baylor since 2010, and it was probably over 300 if you mix in those who decommitted or whatever. But to think about that, 286. But anyway, getting back to this class, they, they had a great week this past week with Tristan Santoro, the offensive lineman from Shreveport Evangel, who committed on Sunday. Kylan Reed, the, the uh, linebacker, outside linebacker from Mansfield Summit, who committed on uh, Tuesday. And, of course, Bo Tate, the linebacker from Draper, Utah, who committed on Thursday. What I love about this class to this point is that it's really good at linebacker. You've got three really good guys there between Reed, Tate, and, of course, Brock Jackson from Lumberton, who committed way back in February. Like that, they're still a little thin on the defensive line slot. There. They don't have anyone yet on that, which is a little bit like, eh, you know, that sort of thing. And they're going to have to work about that. Now, I'll say I'll back up a little bit by saying that Graydon Grimes, you know, Jeff Grimes' son is projected to be a defensive end when he gets on campus. So there is that going for him. Um, I think their secondary seems to be in pretty good shape there with the additions of Christopher Welcomeoff from Arlington Bowie to Mason Dossett, you know, uh, the, the legacy from uh, Fort Bend. Uh, who's going to be probably going to be a, a projected as a safety, that sort of thing. So I think those things are in order. Of course, they got their quarterback, too, of course, from Nate Bennett from uh, out in the greater Los Angeles area. And then I, and I like this running back that they got from Tidehaven and Joseph Dodd. So there are some things there. Now, with 11 commitments in this class, I think uh, I told people that I thought their commitment class, that it could go either way, but I thought their commitment class was probably going to be somewhere around 12 to 15, maybe a little bit more on that. And that's okay because of, I think, the way Baylor is starting to become more aggressive in the portal, it's going to help them in terms of how they manage it. And this is not only true for Baylor, but it's going to be true for programs across the country in college football. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that perspective. I want you to continue to keep an eye on things because you are always good about giving us big-picture thoughts. Like, you think this is why this is happening. Or you think this is why this staff is good at that. Mm-hmm. By the way, who's the, who's, the big, uh, who's the best recruiter on this staff for Baylor right now, since you don't have to, you know, like, Who I think uh, it is? Okay, so there's two. Okay, so I think, you know, because I think, you know, Christian Robinson's done a great job coming in there. The new linebackers coach has done a great job, especially with this linebackers class. I think that's been really beneficial. I think Matthew Pollitt's coming back as the defensive coordinator here, and of course he covers the safety. That's a big step in the right direction, young guy. And you, you know, Matt, you, you and I have talked about this before. I feel like Matt's a, a head coach in the in the making somewhere in his future. He's too young, and he's such a sharp guy. I think he's got an opportunity to be a head coach 
at some point. And of course, Eric Mateos, the offensive line coach. You know, Eric's done a great job of developing guys. I know that obviously maybe the 2022 season didn't go the way they wanted to in terms of the record and challenging for the Big 12 championship. But I think Eric's got a chance to really, you know, but, you know, he's got Colton Soraki that's, you know, who's been committed for them for many, many months. And of course, they just got the kid, uh, Santoro from uh, Shreveport to commit to them. And they probably have a couple more they got to get lined up. And of course, he's going to get, he's going to be working with the Barrington brothers this year. And of course, and I think what, and and here's what I think about that. I, I think Eric's future, if you will, or his success might be tied to how well he's able to put this offensive line together for the upcoming 2023 season. If, and which is really hard to do, as we all know, but if that five can get some sort of chemistry for the upcoming season and become a real established unit. And if they show something against, you know, don't worry about Texas state unless they play really badly, but if they really show something against Utah in the second game of the season, I think that's going to be a, a telltale sign of what this team is potentially capable of doing. By the way, I did a preseason prediction uh, for this team uh, in my final week. I predicted them eight and four, but I said that that's because a couple of things have to kind of you know go in, a, in their direction, that sort of thing. Aaron, get that song ready because when we go to break, I'm probably not going to be able to talk, you know, or or do it. So I, <laughs> I'll need to I'll need just to play this song now. Uh, Kevin, last thing I had for you, who's your favorite recruit of the, all the time you were covering Baylor from like 2013 on? Um, and I'm not necessarily saying the greatest. I mean, obviously, Petrie has to be right. up there with what right. he represented and that he hung right. in there when ever, pretty much everybody his, from his class, they had to start over from scratch. And he hung in there with that new staff and ended up becoming one of the greatest defenders in Baylor history. But are there are there two or three – favorite recruits just guys that maybe they don't have to be great players guys that you love right. dealing with and that you really you know form some neat relationships with their either them or their parents okay so most recently from this 2023 class isaiah uh, robinson the uh, offensive lineman from arlington Bowie. what i loved about what i loved about him was not so, you know highly rated offensive lineman of course but what i loved about him is that he was in the choir at Lamar High School, and he really loves to sing, and he really loves the performing arts, and how he just kind of eschewed potential other football-related activities because he wanted to go on trips with his choir. And I was like, I really like that kind of story with him. I really did. Um, you know, and the, a- Andrew Billings, of course. Uh, you know, when when they got Andrew way back in the day, I think that was a big thing for them. It was kind of like one of those transition type of recruits that got them into that higher level of play you know, where they could compete at the national level. Um, for me, I'll, I'll always go back to uh, in the 2011 class uh, with Spencer Drango, the offensive lineman down in uh, Arlington, uh, Austin, rather. And I can remember Baylor had his commitment, but there, but Texas was lurking for him. And I can remember in January, he, took, he went down to take an official visit there, and there was so much drama wrapped around this. Baylor was holding on for dear life to try to hold on to him. And he took his official visit to Texas, I was in contact with him and his dad throughout the visit. I, you know, back in the day, you know, that's 12 years ago, Matt, when you could actually have that kind of rapport with them. And, you know, I can remember them telling me on Saturday afternoon as he was leaving, it's like, we're sticking with Baylor. And I think when Baylor survived that with him, and Spencer turned out to have a tremendous Baylor career, of course, and obviously he went on to have a fine NFL career. 
that was kind of another fitting story for me. So those are the names that kind of jump out at me uh, that I liked. I liked. I loved Zach Smith, the quarterback from Grandview, just because he committed so early in the process back in 2014, like maybe 18 months ahead of that, and he stuck with this commitment. He never wavered on that. Of course, he wound up transferring. But I just love the fact that and he was there. To, you know, he could have bailed when the scandal was going on in 2016. But he stayed rock solid through that, and I love that about him. That's good. I remember Baylor at one point had that um, fireman. I mean, he ended up being, you know, uh, that was Danny Watkins, wasn't it? Ended up being a first-round yeah. pick. Yeah, it didn't work out me. for him, yes. but mm-hmm. pretty amazing that he uh, – and, and, you know, last, at one point, he was still, like, a, in the Frisco Fire Department, a guy who was a former, you know, first-round pick for the right. Eagles. That would have been 2011, I think, but uh, yeah, I pretty think my amazing. First year, yeah, I think my first year, Matt, uh, when I was covering Baylor in the draft is when they had, oh, gosh, why am I blanking on the other kid? But they had the two first-round draft choices there, uh, one with the Eagles and one with the Cleveland Browns, too, if memory serves. Like, God... Bless my soul. Oh, well, they had a pretty good player who was a, a lineman named Phil. Uh, Phil Taylor. Uh, Phil Taylor, yeah. Right, yes. Okay, got it. As soon as you went said to the Browns. Person, I had his last name. And so, but, you know, this has been a great ride, though, Matt. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, you know, I, I would not trade a thing about it, but you, there, it's kind of like Adam Flag. I, I kind of equate myself to Adam Flagler when he didn't return to Baylor when he could have. And he just knew that it was time to go. I just knew it was time for me to do this. And yeah. uh, and there was, and I'll admit, there were there was a little bit of emotion for me uh, Thursday night saying, I can't believe this is coming to an end. But when I put the announcement out there, both on the site and via social media, I said, I was totally at peace with this. And I wish my successor nothing but the best. And, of course, everyone's going to know, I'm going to track Baylor, you know, for how can I not after all these years for, for watching them? And I'll just be an interested fan to see how they do. And I hope for their sake they, they can really get back uh, you know the skin of things and they can be competitors for that Big 12 championship this year. Appreciate it, Kevin. A lot of the Baylor people have enjoyed being around you, some of the administrators and those types of folks, and you've always done it in a very even-handed uh, – you know, you've been a great friend for a long time. And uh, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, we will uh, we'll stay in you. touch. And, yeah, and when I need to talk about SMU, maybe I'll start – maybe you'll become our SMU insider since you'll start going to some of those games. For people that yeah. don't know, that is Kevin's alma mater. And Kevin well, – in fact, now that Kevin's out of media, <laughs> he's planning on giving most of his money to SMU NIL. He'll be, de- yeah. he'll be uh, donating well, okay, a lot of it. Yeah. Okay, let's hold on a second there now. Uh, for those who don't know, yes, I am an alum of SMU, um, and I and I will tell you, I do have my season tickets this year, so I will be there when they open the season on September second against Louisiana Tech. And if you want anything on what I think about how the Mustangs are doing, just know from me that I will not be the Homer guy uh, just because I went there. I'll be the same guy that would probably, I might be even worse on him on Baylor. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, much like uh, you I'm are just, with the Vikings. That's just the way I am. Yeah, and some that's right. Accuse, you know, some people who knew that I was a, a an SMU fan and say, "Well, you're just an SMU fan." I said, "Well, you should hear." And I always responded to them by saying, "Well, you should hear what I say about them." And so, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, y'all have a good dinner tonight. Uh, tell your wife congratulations for having you around even more. 
Now, I yep. know she'll be thrilled about that. I don't I don't know for sure, but I, I think she'll probably be happy. Kevin, uh, appreciate everything. We'll be in touch, sir. Absolutely, Matt. You take care. And, again, thank you for – by the way, I'm really glad that you and I were able to connect uh, when you when you took over this slide. It was good to catch up with you and then see you in the press box every now and then. And, again, thank you for everyone who followed us on Twitter and followed us on the site and our coverage. We appreciate it. And I would just ask for those who are doing that – to give my successor the opportunity to represent himself and Baylor rivals the right way and that he will do a great job at replacing me starting. I would presume, uh, well, it will be. He'll be starting on Monday. But, Matt, thank you for everything, and I'll look forward to touching base with you every now and then, okay? All right. Thank you, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, Matt. Bye-bye. There he goes. Aaron, it's tough. Kevin Longquist heads off into the uh, – you know, he had, whatever's next for him, he's going to focus on SMU, and uh, that'll be what he does. All right, Campus Confidential is coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. How about serving delicious?